we're so glad you're able to be with us because we have a very special guest right here on set. Zach Brown is with us, the CEO of McLaren Racing. Thank you so much for being with us today. We showed that video of that great McLaren outside. You have an incredible partnership with ICE, the parent of the NYSE. Why now? What is the purpose of this partnership? Why Must be now? exciting for you, right? Uh, well, we're super excited, and uh, thanks for having me on today. Uh, we've unveiled our McLaren Odyssey and our relationship with ICE, as you say, that powers the, the exchange here. Um, so we entered Extreme E because of uh, sustainability and gender equality and, of course, the competition uh, behind it. It's a new racing series that travels to five different destinations that highlights where climate has impacted the world. We're in Greenland, we're in Uruguay, we're in Saudi Arabia, etc. And it is both a male and female driver combined uh, that creates the competition. So sustainability is something that's been very important to McLaren for over a decade, as is gender equality. And so why ICE is ICE very much is a data technology driven company with sustainability right. and DEI at the heart of what they do. And and so we came together, we can promote what each other are doing, learn together, and uh, here we are uh, you know, in New York unveiling our beautiful car. Yeah, it really is gorgeous. And you're basically now working together to get messages across, whether it's um, you know, climate change, gender neutrality, um, a lot of really great messages that come along with this, and you're both able to use your brands to be able to do that and bring that on the global platform. That being said, so you're using data as a competitive advantage, right? And so tell me a little bit about that, because I know you were part, actually, of the series here. Yeah, that's cool. Right? Um, uh, th that series here at the New York Stock Exchange, which I thought was also fascinating. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, we consume over one and a half terabytes of data race weekend in, in Formula One. So it's a data-driven sport it's run by human beings but we yeah. need to collect that data understand that data react to that data very very quickly and uh you know it's look you look around here on the exchange there's data everywhere and uh so i think while we use data in different ways we use right. ours to go faster the exchange uses theirs for speed. Um, we also use data on how we engage with our, our fans. And so uh, I think we very much have a lot of similarities, even though we're in two totally separate businesses. So at this point now, I mean, obviously, I mean, nobody ever really thinks about data when they're watching a McLaren racing, right? They're just thinking, oh my gosh, how incredibly cool, how incredibly gorgeous. Uh, you know, you yourself are a racer, former race businessman now, but I saw F1 powerless, NASCAR powerless, all these accolades that you must have been racing since you were a kid, and now who knew you'd be talking about data? Not me, right? Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the least intelligent person at uh, <laughs> McLaren Racing. I'm surrounded by a, a thousand uh, people on on the team that are uh, data scientists right. and aerodynamicists. I mean, there's some look. Uh, you know, I think pretty intelligent nice people inside element there. Element of humility, but I mean, we're all on a learning curve in many ways, and I agree with you for me and myself. Um, but today, you had outside with you a couple of racers, Tanner and Lena, were out there as well. I saw McLaren had was talking about the greatest opening lap in F1 history. Just a lot to celebrate. Darlington Park. In Australia now. So just tell me, I mean, as somebody who may love racing or may love McLaren, what should they be watching for? 
Well, you know, we've got four different racing series. We're in Formula One, we're in IndyCar. I just came back from, from Long Beach, Extreme E, and then eSports, which we very much consider, uh, you know, professional racing given how accurate simulation is now. And uh, mm -hmm. we've got a great group of drivers. You know, we have four things that we stand for at McLaren, and they're all equally as important. Our employees, because we're a sports team, you got to have a great culture. Yeah. Our fans, without fans, without your fans, no one's watching. Corporate partners, and our job is to help them build their, their businesses. So whether that's the ICE or the Googles or the Dells of the world that are sure. our, our partners. And then the fourth is sustainability. And that means so many different things to so many different people. And we have, um, we're fortunate to have a, a microphone. Our drivers have a microphone. We have technologies, and so we try and use that in a way to make the world a better place. A great example of that is when the UK government got into challenges on ventilators during COVID, some of the Formula One teams came together and we built 10 years worth of ventilators in 10 weeks. And that was a great way of showing how our knowledge and our know-how can be applied yeah. to help the world. Right, and we saw that with so many companies sort of transitioning what they used to build and make and doing something completely different in order exactly. to help along. And I'm so glad to hear how you were able to help in such a dire situation at that point. Um, as we look forward, you know, I was looking at the McLarens, I mean, such a beautiful car. I don't even want to call nice it a car. Um, there are not that many of them. They, how much do they, I mean, what are they, 200,000 for the cheapest one? I mean, what are we looking at if somebody wanted some stats on McLaren? They, they range from about 150 grand to two and a half million dollars and every, right. everywhere in between. We make a few thousand a, a year, so they're, uh, they're, they're great cars. I've got a few, as you would expect, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a car guy, so I, I enjoy lots of vehicles. Um, you know, they all have such a great history to them. And at this point now, I mean, we're talking about with these, the, um, you know, the this is electric racing, right? And, and male and female and, and electric SUVs that are going off-road. Is it weird to talk about electric SUVs going off-road? I mean, it, I'm it, not, it this is, is not what I normally it, it, think it, of when I think of racing. I think of, you know, of another another left turn is what I think of. Yep. Um, you know, when I start thinking about SUVs, I start thinking about monster trucks crushing cars, you know? Um, but this is cool. This is very cool, It's and it's different for, for us. Uh, we've never been in dirt unless that was the driver going off the track getting in the dirt by accident, so by right. accident unintentional right. yeah. so now we're intentionally in in dirt and snow and these different uh, uh, different surfaces but you know the world uh, evolves rapidly you know battery technology is here to stay so mm -hmm. our different types of fuels biofuels now we're talking about hydrogen yeah. and what McLaren has always been has been pioneering innovative and brave and that's really at the heart of this decision as opposed to do we want to go race in dirt because this series didn't exist two years ago right and this is great for ice and mclaren to be working together as official partners to get out this message um, of sustainability diversity uh, and a data-driven world which is really um, what we're looking at at this point so when we move forward now in the final part of our interview. I just want to talk about the exciting part of all of this. And when I think about what's to come for racing, because I think a lot of people were watching things, were watching racing during COVID. I mean, when you think about viewership and what you would like to see as far as partnerships or growth for the industry, what would you say? Well, uh, motor racing's in a 
great place and, mm -hmm. and Formula One, which is the largest annual sporting event in the yeah. world, is on fire. We have, we've just announced Las Vegas. We're going to Miami next month, which is, I've never seen demand for a Grand Prix. I like that. Netflix has done a wonderful job showcasing how cool our sport is, not only on the track, but off the track, because there's right. a lot of, um, a lot of drama that goes into this sport. There's a lot of money involved. There's a lot of sure. sponsorships. There's a lot of personalities. There and, should uh, be reality shows. It, well, that's kind of what the Netflix uh, be became was a bit of uh, the right. Formula One reality. So yeah. uh, I'm really pleased with the health of motorsports. Lots of corporate participation. Right. Fans are loving it. So long may it continue. Oh, man, it's so cool. I mean, how about when they're changing the tires on the side? Two and a half seconds. We had the two fastest pit stops the first two races. And really? we had the second fastest pit stops. So the guys are slowing down we got a next next race I mean, what's an average speed for you 2.4 seconds no what's an average tires. speed for you when you're driving oh for me personally yeah. I don't drive that fast I because I, I raced cars yeah it's kind of save it for the racetrack you okay, know what's your on fastest the, on the racetrack fastest on the racetrack I've done about 210 miles an hour around Le Mans all right he's fast he's cool we're happy to have you with Thanks us today, and I'm so glad that we had this opportunity to speak with you. We'll watch for you of ringing the closing bell. Thank Zach you. Brown, thank you very much. CEO of McLaren Racing here at the New York Stock Exchange, ringing the closing bell in a partnership with ICE and McLaren. Thank you.